Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Thursday, February 26th. My name is Javier Reyes, your host of this year Locked On Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno. And if you feel so inclined to do so, hit me up on there with any questions you might have, and I'll do my very best to answer them here on the show. No Joker impersonation today, guys. I know I probably scorned and ravaged your ears yesterday when I did that, so it's okay. We're back to normal voice, normal voiced Javi. But it's not just my voice. On the line, from a currently undisclosed location, is one of my really good friends, Mr. Drew Lister. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, Hob. How about you? I'm doing well, though, as some would say. As some famous people would say, I'm doing well, though. <laughs> now, I want to, I want you to come on the podcast because two reasons, right? One, you're a good friend of mine. Uh, I, 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 uh, you're, you're a friend, I guess. You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, so, okay, don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> I invited you on here because unlike me, Unlike me, Javier Reyes, right? I was not born in San Diego. I did not live in San Diego. In fact, I don't even think I've been to San Diego. I'll have to fact check that with my parents because my parents love, love the fact that they went literally everywhere in the world when I wasn't sentient enough to remember when I was a wee lad. You actually are from San Diego. You don't live there now, but I thought it'd be interesting because you're from there and you're a Padres fan that you might have an interesting perspective. So may I ask you? What was it like growing up in San Diego? It's just in a broad sense. What was it like there growing up in San Diego and being a Padres fan? Well, growing up in San Diego is, you know, it's the mo- probably the most relaxing place to ever be. So it's sunny all the time. It barely ever rains. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the beaches, just good weather, good people. Just It's a very good environment to be around. But I'd say that the sports scene, I don't even know how to say this, but there's just not a lot of people that show up to these games. Mm. But I think mainly that's attributed to our sports teams not being that good right now. Mm-hmm. But in the past, like when I was there, the Padres were good. The Chargers were good. And I just remember people wearing jerseys all the time. Like mm. the people my age, when I was in elementary school, people would be wearing Khalil Green jerseys or LaDainian Tomlinson jerseys. The kids really loved the San Diego sports. It's interesting because do you think that there's anything noticeable because we, we went to high school together. Do you think there's any discernible difference you've noticed in terms of fandom here or the culture and sports versus down there? <laughs> you know, that people on the East coast are, they take every team, everything to the extreme, like honestly. <laughs> anything. So, you know, that everybody knows about that Porzingis draft day where all the Knicks mm. fans were playing them. I mean, that's just typical New York. In San Diego, we're more low-key. Like We're like Southern California people where we're just more relaxed and we're not very – we don't care about somebody's draft position as someone from New York would be like, oh, we shouldn't have picked It's a media thing. It's a media thing. You know, I think part of it is because New York media men and New York reporters, they don't mess around. Now that's for both better – oftentimes better but also it could be a little bit uh, let's 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 ease up a little bit the new york fans famously I, I think we were talking about this one time we we made this joke that the the jets fans whatever they would like a draft pick would come in if they booed that player would turn out good and if they cheered that player would turn out badly and there was like an actual stretch where <laughs> that held weight to it which is really funny and the other thing is in san diego i feel like it's just too beautiful of a place for people to get upset 
Oh, definitely. Just Southern California is probably one of the most beautiful places ever, especially in the the United States. It's just, it's a great place to be. Now, you don't live in San Diego now, and you don't live in New Jersey right now, okay? And I'm wondering, how has that affected your kind of view on the Padres? Like, do you still follow them routinely, or is it, like, waned a little bit? It depends. Like, I love my San Diego sports. I'm still, it's still deep in my core because I grew up around it. Mm-hmm. But I'd say that, like, my baseball knowledge is not that great anymore because I've kind of fallen – out of touch with baseball a little bit because the the seasons are a little bit too long. Overall, I still try to keep tabs on the Padres prospects, how the team's doing, but I don't really go into an in-depth look into them per se. So you, you may know about people like Mackenzie Gore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily are keeping up with the double A stats of Jacob Trammell, for example, yeah. who's, was acquired in a, a the Trevor Bauer trade last year. I talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so in that respect, and you know what? That's a fair way to go about it. And I think that's also not necessarily easy when you're not living there and you're not growing up in the environment that you did. And I know that you've talked about that before. Just like it's it's different around there. And when you're here, it's like, oh, look, the the what's his name? RJ Barrett. He just scored a point. <laughs> we have to freak out now. He doesn't actually shoot left-handed. He actually shoots right-handed. Yeah, it's it's all this stuff, man. It's definitely more of a media circus um, down here, which I think is a is a good point to bring up. Everybody the West Coast also has scorching hot takes about everything. <laughs> Even though it's it tends to be a little bit cooler down here in terms of the weather, at least, which is kind of the ironic part of it. Now, Drew, I have to ask you just a quick once, like one sentence. How do you feel about the Padres going into this year? Optimistic. Optimistic. Actually tempered. Tempered. Mm, 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 mm. Did you watch any of the games last year? Not really. (laughs) This is great. This is great. The Friar Faithful homies out there, I hope you're listening, and I hope you Yeah, you probably – all you Friar Faithfuls are just going to hit me up in my inbox and be like, (laughs) you ain't a real Padres fan. Hey, you know what? And and see, I disagree with that because here's the thing. I actually make this, I bring this up with my dad every now and then where my dad is a grizzled, bedraggled, destroyed man in terms of some of his sports fandoms. He still has love for the Knicks. Do not get me wrong. But I think it's fair that when you grow up with them, like you have, when you're surrounded by them so much and you're, you're so in tune that when you're so used to disappointment, you're like, you know what? I've, there's too many things going on in my life for me to pay attention 1000% to every little step that's going on. Wake me you know, up when it starts to blow up a little bit. You know how, you know, you have that one friend where you're like, I love him sometimes. And then you, you really dislike him the other times and you got to <laughs> yeah. take a break for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That I, happens I to me that. with every San Diego sport team. Hey, I mean, we talk about the Chargers all the time who no. this year were a mess and, Salutes, salutes, pour one out for Philip Rivers, of course, an icon. Had to pour one out for my guy, Phil. Yeah, I got to pour one out for for the homie. I definitely understand what you're talking about. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, guys. And when we get back, Drew actually has to to prove his, I guess, because some people might be testing you right now. They might be thinking like, oh, is is this guy for real? Like, what's going on? Did he even grow up in San Diego? Well, in fact, he did. And when we get back, Drew's going to share just some some fun little stories, guys. It's a little story time here on the Lockdown Padres podcast and just how just some players that he might have met ballparks that he might have been to and just some little anecdotes and whatnot. 
I think you guys are going to enjoy that. So stay tuned here on the Lockdown Padres podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Stay tuned. And welcome back, everybody, here, the Lockdown Padres podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm talking with my friend Drew just lightly about San Diego fandom and how it's different when you're not living there anymore and how sometimes you're not as in tune with the team, perhaps. But you know the basics. You know Mackenzie Gore. You know Manny Machado. Guys like that, right? So, Drew, now that's the interesting thing. Like, do you think, you know, you're not as in tune with the Padres on a super micro level, per se, right? But do you have, like, a favorite player that you're, I guess, is your, your lightning rod to the team to pay attention to? Definitely. Because, um, you know, last year we had that phenom, and everybody knows who he is now, Chris Paddock. Chris mm. Paddock is so good. His whip, he just, when I was watching him on TV, he just looked, he had the mechanics, he had everything going for him. The front of the line rotation type of guy. He's just a good young prospect. Yeah, I feel that, man. Hey, I feel that. Hey, Paddock is the sheriff. That's how the Friar Faithful uh, refer to him as the sheriff now. I think it's pretty awesome. You got it. I don't know if I told you this already, but that he actually has a lion tattoo now on his arm. And really? you got to read this. Yes, it was this story, I believe, in San Diego Tribune. It was incredible. He was just like, I, I, it makes me feel like I have courage or something like that. <laughs> it's like, it's not like a, like a Kanye type quote where you're like trying to in, interpret meaning into all these like, like smaller. The meaning out of it? Yeah, but it's, it's still really cool. And I think that the guy's a gamer and he's going to be fun to watch. So that's a good pick, but enough of the, the basic stuff. Let's talk about some stories. It's story time, man. We all used to enjoy it when we were younger and honestly, we still enjoy it when we're older. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what are some memories you have in San Diego growing up and going to the Padres games or maybe seeing Padres players or what have you? Well, I grew up like around 20 to 15 minutes have been from downtown San Diego and probably like 25 minutes from Petco Park. And I lived in a place called Scripps Ranch, like right outside San Diego. Shout out to them. <laughs> Scripps Ranch, yes. Great place. Yeah, so I used to go to Padres games all the time. Tickets were very cheap back then and probably still are now. Used to get front row seats for around like 40 bucks, have be it, and I would have a great time. Go see my favorite players, Jake Peavy and Trevor. Good old Trevor time. Trevor time, Trevor time. I've heard of Trevor time before. What was it? Did you ever after, I think you told me this once, Did you, what was the, were you close to the ballpark? Like was this an easily accessible type of thing to to get? Because for me, if I ever wanted to go to, say, a Met game or a Yankee game, that's like you got to go to New York. For yeah, you, was it like was it like kind of a casual drive? Was it any different in terms of geography? Oh, Everything in San Diego and around is basically casual. So going into downtown around like six or seven, easily you can take like 15 to 20 minutes from I lived to go to the stadium. Wow. That is – hmm. How do I put this? That's really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's definitely not um too too long of a wait so so what else did you ever have any like do you have any like favorite memories perhaps from from your time there with relating to the Padres yeah I, I have a I definitely have a couple so back when I was younger yeah and when I lived in San Diego my mom and my dad would split time from uh my dad would have one week and my mom would have the other week yada yada and most of the time when my dad had me for the weekend he would just pick me up from school and he would just have ticket, just Padres tickets ready to go. Be like, all right, we're going to go see a game. I went to around like basically 10 to 20 games easily with my dad. 
And I have actually like a pretty good story from back in the day when we're playing the notorious Dodgers that, oh, Padres fans do not like Dodgers fans. So <laughs> we're on right on the right field sign. It's one of my favorite quarters. Back then, the right fielder was Milton Bradley, who's notorious mm. hothead. And you guys all <laughs> probably know him if you're big baseball fans. My dad's a, a very loud and outspoken guy. So, and he likes to like show me like a good time. So he was getting me all rowdy and he was just yelling, getting after Milton Bradley, just yelling at him saying like, you're stupid, yada, yada. <laughs> you suck. You know, just <laughs> the normal like pitter patter stuff that baseball fans say. And he was just not having it cursed out my dad for a good like five minutes <laughs> jesus <laughs> that, that's like a a cherished memory of yours i like that that's out of all the stories you bring up this time your dad shouted at milton bradley <laughs> um do you have any other stories to share i feel like whenever i went to a padres game something weird would happen <laughs> so actually i actually saw one of like the worst sports injuries ever i definitely in baseball history it was in the summertime i i was going to this camp near like really close from where I lived and uh, to go to the San Diego Padres games. Yeah. When we got there, I was really excited. I used to watch all the Padres games on channel five, literally every day for a good three years. When I was a little kid, I was very in tune with everything baseball related. And the Mets were pretty good back then. They had Carlos Beltran, they had Mike Piazza. And I thought it would be a good game to watch. Believe it or not, there is this, horrible freak accident i forget who hit the ball but we were in the outfield there's one really high fly ball that was hit carlos beltron and mike cameron going in for the catch but none of them called each other off and they both laid out and tried diving for the ball at the same time and they collided together they both like basically got knocked out at the same time jesus really and if you actually I i think i've heard of this before I remember in one of our one of my classes in high school, like I was in uh, my Italian class, like our teacher was trying to show us like sports injuries. And my teacher was like, yeah, let me just show this up. And believe it or not, the video of Mike Cameron and Mark and Carlos Beltran was shown. And I was like, holy crap, I haven't seen that, <laughs> seen that or even thought about that, that event in a while, because I even like drew a picture about that in like my third grade class saying that was my most memorable thing during that summer that I remembered. (laughs) You know, Drew, I like how the, the stories that you're sharing are kind of these, like not morbid. Well, one of them, this, this one you told about Beltran is a little bit more morbid, but then your dad cursing out Milton Bradley. Like, do you have anything that's a little more positive? Cause you know, people like the little, the fairy tale, put the sprinkles on top type of story. Do you have anything like happier? Did you ever meet a player? No, I met Phil Nevin, actually, believe it or not. ERF is like the main type 1 diabetes organization that tries to help people. And Phil Nevin, the starting first baseman during the time I lived there, was in charge of the group. And he brought down like all these, all the people that had type 1 diabetes or someone with diabetes in their families. And he went out to talk to each and every person. And I got to met, I got to meet him, got to sign baseball, sign glove, and it was a great time. He, he was a very nice guy. That's awesome, man. That's really awesome. If you could, if you, do you think is there, if there was one pot current Padre 
that you wouldn't mind meeting or getting a ball signed or whatever, who would that be? Right now, I'm going to do it for the clout because I just want a Machado ball. <laughs> hey, Machado, only people that don't love Machado, they're not the type of people I don't really like. Or not love Machado, but the people who strongly dislike him, I tend to not get along with those type of people. So I'm glad you you said Machado as your answer. Yeah, I, I swear I did not sponsor this. Back in the day, um, I also got a – I think I got my gloves signed by – third baseman coach it was trevor hoffman's brother i forget what his name was but mm. went up he was just signing autographs and i'm like oh, let's just get his autograph do you ever miss it yeah well, the stadium is great the food there is fantastic phil's barbecue you got your it's definitely up on top food definitely like you know that milwaukee's like up there too but petco park's definitely up there as well I think that about does it. I'm going to let you go now. Is that okay, Drew, if I let you free free you from the, the chains of podcasting? <laughs> You're allowed to answer this. You're allowed to say I know, I know, but then I started laughing. It doesn't matter. It's fine, man. On that note, <laughs> okay, if you're not going to answer the question, okay. On that note, everyone, thank you yet again for tuning in to another edition of the hey, Lockdown Mom, Padres. Hey, man, I'm, I'm doing my outro. Are you going to let me finish? Come on, Drew. Sorry, sorry. Jeez Louise. You hear this, guys? Come on now. So that's it for today's edition of the Locked On Padres podcast. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Still making that joke. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Follow the show or myself on Twitter. Any type of questions you might want to ask, you can do that. Drew, do you want to plug your Twitter or anything like that? Or do you want to stay anonymous? I'm not trying to get any hate mail. All right, all right. All right. I, I respect that. I respect that. So do not... Start looking for Drew. He will not be online. He is not an online type of person. It's true. Still, remember, guys, rate the podcast. Send me your questions and whatnot. Hope you guys enjoyed just a couple of stories from my good friend Drew here. He's definitely uh, – he's been a little nervous over over the course of this call, but still, uh, it hey, was great. Hey, this is my first podcast, so. Yeah, hey, and, you know, another reason this is his first time is because he kept ignoring me whenever I wanted him on my radio show in college. But that's all – that's water under the bridge, as they say. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, stay faithful, my Friar Faithful homies. Take care. And go pods.